wings now. My ballerina costume does. Granny? Who are you? No. Uh-uh. I don't remember. What? Hello, little one. <gasps> I am your friend. the Kentucky Ghost Hunter. I know that you've heard our intro about three times now, I think, but the ghosts have been with us. They have actually, we have been Skyping our guests and re-Skyping and re-Skyping. She's coming to us from Germany tonight, so we have had some issues, I guess, with the internet. I brought her aboard uh, the station, and then it flopped out, and then BBS brought her aboard, and it flopped out, so we apologize to our listeners. We're getting ready to show will only be about 45 minutes tonight, but our sponsors are very, very happy because those three intros, as you know, it it's just our sponsors talking, so they're very happy. But, Kevin, say hi real quick, and we'll get into the show, man. Hey, good evening, everybody. <laughs> Tonight's guest is Maria Anna Vandriel, and she is from Germany. Now, what's special about Maria is she has started a magazine called The Next Truth Magazine. I was interviewed in the second – I think it was the second issue, wasn't it, Maria? Was it the second yeah, issue? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, the second they, one, they yeah. Did. Yeah, they did an interview with me, but the name of the magazine, it's it's now hitting internationally. It started out uh, just on the internet, but I know I've heard and talked to other people who are reading it now, and uh, Maria is doing an excellent job with it, but it's called The Truth Magazine, where science and myth meet. And yes, uh, yes. tell us about how in the world did you come up with this, Maria? Well, that, that is a, a really crazy story, by the way, that's... that's um as I was, was doing my research and writing in science and, and my own books also in science, um, uh, last year in, in October, um, approximately October, um, one of the scientists had wrote uh, uh, his own story, a science fiction story. Um, uh, I was thinking I have to publish that. Um, so I asked him, um, and he said, yeah, okay, publish it. So that, that was the first story that created the complete magazine. And since then it's only going up and, and I get, uh, uh, stories in and, and, and articles of that is, that are laying on, on the bottom of the drawer while, those stories and those articles, those theories uh, are really stunning. It's, it's, well, that is how the magazine started, just with that science fiction story from a professor from uh, the UK. Now, you've had some pretty popular guests. I mean, you've had some <laughs> very reputable yeah. people. Uh, on your magazine, that's hard. You know, that's hard to do, especially with a new magazine coming out. But it seems that everybody is really catching on to what you're doing here. Do you you see that as you're doing your magazine? Well, yeah, no, no, not really. For me, those people are people with a, a bright mind and 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 theories going beyond of, of out of the box, Schrodinger and etc. Um, and I'm also talking in, in, in a normal way with these people. Um, but yeah, I, I get uh, comments uh, over Facebook and over LinkedIn and etc. Uh, that they are amazed that these people uh, uh, are willing to 
contribute to the to the next truth. But to me, these people are not only scientists; they they, they are just people with with theories and and. Well, they sometimes speak uh, about, uh, how do you say it, uh, the, the real out-of-the-box thing. Um, and, and, and I want to um, um, go, uh, uh, um, show the world that these theories are built uh, on scientific ideas and, and sometimes also experiments. And so it's not just a, a, a story that is uh, um, written in, in the late night hours uh, after dreaming something, but they are based on real scientific evidence and by real people, scientists, well, well-respected scientists from all over the world. Now, you know, when I did it, we, I talked about paranormal and ghosts and stuff, and this show is basically about that. But I wanted to bring you on because there's a lot of unexplained events um, mm-hmm. that your your people actually tackle. Can you give me some examples of some of those unexplained events that they've tackled so far in your magazine? Oh, God, there are so many. <laughs> um well, I've got in, in uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Sereni Pillai, for instance, that is a, a well-known neuroscientist. Um, um, it, it's about uh, the idea of time travel, but in neuroscience. Um, 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 well, I have to look back <laughs> because I'm already working in the issue of July. Um, how How people... Uh, uh, perceived time, for instance, by uh, Dr. Mark Whitman from Germany, um, how it is possible that we can, um, well, see different kind of dimensions, but, um, yeah, well, more in... Yeah, with with the underlying idea of that uh, science, in this case, psychology and neuroscience, uh, can explain how we uh, perceive those uh, moments of time, how how time is uh, delayed or or uh, speeding up, uh, how it is possible that we see into different kinds of dimensions, like uh, Dr. Pillai um, uh, mentioned in his interview, um, that, for instance, is one of the ideas they have and, and try to figure out if the paranormal or, or the, the myth uh, around the uh, paranormal can be well, explained by science. Still not yet done, but maybe, maybe one day <laughs> we have an answer. So these scientists that you're using, they are, um, I guess they're giving their own personal theories when it came. When, and I'm just going to say ghosts and stuff like that. They they do have yes. theories about that, do they not? Yeah, but they don't call it like ghosts or, or, or the paranormal. It's more like um, uh, how do we re- receive the, the, the cognitive science, for instance? How, how can we... Um, uh, uh, receive that information from from an, an area uh, uh, like in remote viewing. Is is it possible to explain that in science uh, with scientific evidence? Uh, still yet not done. Um, um, like Nick Pope, for instance, uh, told me probably there are just uh, still minor, uh, small uh, experiments yet done uh, uh, conducted. Um, well, it is it, it is difficult to to explain it in science, but it's also difficult to explain it in religion or belief or so. Yeah. <laughs> but we're giving you hard questions, aren't we? Yes, yes. Because I am, <laughs> I, I I'm all I'm trying to be a, a little bit. Um, I'm trying to explain it a little bit uh, so that everybody can understand because uh, I have those that that thought uh, thing that I go so deep down into the science that uh, I'm I'm a bit afraid that people then don't understand anymore what I'm saying. 
So I'm trying to no. find the correct words for this. So what is your belief on the being the editor of the magazine, the Next Truth magazine, and you, you are um, dealing in paranormal? And when you say paranormal, it's, it, it, people have to understand paranormal just doesn't mean ghosts and goblins. Paranormal means things that is unexplainable right now to us. So being the editor of the magazine, what, what is your personal belief on the paranormal? Well, um, I'm not a skeptical. I have so my own uh, experiences um, in in the paranormal uh, world and and, and the events. Um, But I'm trying to uh, stay in the middle like uh, Einstein, for instance, did uh, as a mysticist, um, trying to get the information from both sides. Uh, uh, People who are fully into uh, the world of paranormal without the science and the plain clinical observations scientists are doing. So I'm trying to keep into the middle. Sometimes it's very hard. Then you try to uh, fall to the paranormal because there are so many interesting uh, uh, stories and and experiences. Um, And on the other side, sometimes you, uh, I... uh, fall into the science and then I get a clinical observation and then the paranormal is already gone. So I'm trying to keep into the middle and respecting every everyone's opinion, theories, hypothesis. Um, sorry that I'm pronouncing some kind of words wrong. but <laughs> So, yeah, that, that is mainly what I do in the gray area like a mysticist. Well, I think... So how does... Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, this, my name is Kevin, and I just my question is: I find it hard. I don't know if it really a question is, but scientists in my field, as I found, a lot of people who are scientific, they don't believe in God. They definitely don't believe in paranormal. Even, and if they do witness something, experience something, they still will figure out: okay, there's some. There's got to be a reason behind that. There's got to be something scientific that can have created that. But with with the paranormal world, when something supernatural happens, it's so hard to see it happen twice. It just just does not happen over and over and over and over consistently where you can actually scientifically test it. Yeah, that is is what what most people uh, think about scientists, is that they only see the world as... um, in, like I said, in, in clinical observations, but there are so many scientists out there um, that who have, uh, uh, for instance, what you're saying is, uh, yeah, people believe in God, of course, even when, when you're a scientist. But these people that I'm connected with, with my contributors, um, these people think about what the paranormal is. Many even uh, believe full-time into the paranormal, as you may call it paranormal, in in the unexplained events. Not always uh, will they, uh, uh, they they want it into a laboratory with, with experiments. Many people believe that there is something uh, uh, like an afterlife, or there's something that we still not can can uh, uh, explain scientifically. So it is a, it's a misconception. It's it's a false idea that scientists pure looking pure at 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 uh, experiment and and data and etc. There are so many people who uh, believe in 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 the unexplained. I, I guess, let me ask you this, if they believe in the unexplained, then you bring science into it, Maria, and I know science has to be involved in it because nobody's going to give credibility to paranormal without the consent of scientists, but yeah. if Kevin is, and the point he's making, and I agree with him, is that you can go into an establishment, and I've, I've seen a full-body apparition before my my lifetime, but I've only seen one, and yeah. to, for me to prove that to somebody, it's really not going to happen because it I've only seen one. I'm 53 years old. I've seen one my whole life. It's not going to keep repeating itself. So how are scientists going to be able to validate the paranormal as far as we're concerned if you can't repeat the experiment to prove what we've seen? I think the paranormal can be evaluated uh, uh, 100%. 
uh, from neither parties, I, I think. It, it, it's an experience is a, a personal one. Um, uh, um, uh, I have uh, uh, here and, and also on an, um, a website that they have tried to um, find out in a laboratory what it is that when you have a ghostly touch, for instance, or to create a, a, a ghostly touch. So um, that is probably an, an, an answer for um, how you can... Uh, prove the paranormal into science and I believe scientists I have it here I believe it was Fermilab of uh, Switzerland okay I've got it here in front of me um, the question again please <laughs> thanks <laughs> well I'm, I'm just trying to figure out because you're dealing with a lot of scientists out there and Kevin I guess yes. is asking the same thing Kevin if I'm mistaken by this please correct me but you can't in science. You have to repeat an experiment over and over again before actual science can validate something as being true or false. But in the paranormal world, that's impossible because, like I said, I only have seen one real live apparition in my whole lifetime. It just occurred, and I think it was twenty eighteen. How, how are we going to validate science with paranormal if we can't? You know, you're not going to be able to keep producing the same experiment over and over again, or they can't validate. A report that we give them because it only happens once in every 53 years <laughs> yeah well i, I think uh, um, I, I do understand how, um uh, in a laboratory it's it's very difficult because it's a clinical uh, 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 surrounding um but uh, i was thinking quickly uh, uh, i saw one of those uh, ghost adventures uh, uh, broadcasts um um they created uh, a kind of magnetic field with infrasound. I believe it was infrasound. Um, somehow you um, can create what you're saying, like those full body apparitions or almost full body uh, apparitions. You can create that in that, in that little area with, with uh, electromagnetic fields and, and, and infrasound. So, if you want to find or, or repeat the um, the science behind uh, this event, maybe that is a, a, a good idea or, or, or an experiment people can do. But be careful. It's still electromagnetic fields and it can mess up your brain and <laughs> you can feel nauseous and, and disoriented. So be very, very careful when you do so. So you think you can recreate a... Do you believe you can recreate an apparition over and over and over? Well, if it is an apparition in the in the sense of being a real person who um, uh, has passed, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure for that. Uh, but I think that um, you can create um, well a, a kind of portal, if you may uh, call it like that, um, and and watch the electromagnetic fields and, and waves, they, uh, the natural ones, and, and, and a little bit steering it. Um, I think it's possible. I have never done it. Um, um, maybe I should, <laughs> but uh, I think it's possible. One thing I find interesting is there was a thing on um, in the news this past week or two, maybe it was last week, but it was talking about how scientists today now are believing that we are made of energy, and our energy when we die goes into the universe. And my question yeah. with that was, I, I believe in God. I, I have one yes. God, and I believe in God. And yes. these scientists will not believe in God, and they may not believe in the afterlife, but they believe your energy goes somewhere. So my theory is, well, what, where does your energy go? Does it just drift off into space? Does it drift... <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I mean, I, I believe there's God. I, mean, I think we have a too perfect of a world to have created mm -hmm. to not um, be something there that have created us. Yeah, uh, let me say one thing uh, uh, in front. Um, scientists are not uh, like robots or something. Um, these people do believe in God, and 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 many believe in the afterlife. Uh, like I said, uh, people. Uh, uh, forget that these scientists are people 
and they go to church and 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 they pray and and etc they they believe in god or in in what kind of religion they have um many uh um know that we are from energy we have atoms and we have electrons and we have uh, uh, there's a, a radioactive Neurons. energy yes mm -hmm. no i'm listening i'm sorry oh <laughs> okay. i said i said neurons <laughs> oh neurons <laughs> yeah but it is neuron science that is in the brain yeah. and and the atoms is more everywhere so but um your energy um Yes, uh, many uh, uh, don't understand what happens when you die, except for the fact then that your brain is still uh, uh, observing re uh, and, and, and gathering information, etc., when the moment that you die. Um, but uh, uh, these people know that we are from energy and that it has to go somewhere, but nobody knows. And, and personally, I think that this kind of energy, this energy that you possess um, uh, is, well, more like a cluster. And, and maybe that is an orb uh, that, that you see a part of, of somebody's energy uh, trying to be reborn or something or captured uh, in, in a magnetic field. But scientists understand that we are from energy and it's not a, a recent thing they believe that already for years maria i'm gonna have to ask you a question because you you've said something and kevin even uh and kevin i think you'll back me up on this too a lot of the scientists here in the united states that we've discussed on our show um have a firm belief in not believing in a god and mm -hmm. Or, or or higher being or or something whatever how you want to categorize it, and I'm noticing that in your field, uh, you're saying the people that you deal with are totally opposite. Do you yes. feel or do you see a difference in how the United States views science than maybe people from Europe, or is that just just the people you're dealing with personally that you know yourself? Uh, I have uh, my contributors and scientists from, from the USA. Um, um, I, I can't understand why people are saying this because all my contributors uh, um, have these beliefs. And uh, um, depending from which country they are, um, from Egypt or Nigeria or, or, or the USA or Germany, all these kind of people, all these people believe in a higher being, in a God or in Allah or, or like I said, depending on from which country that you come. Um, maybe it's my kind of field that these people are wow, working in that area, that gray area. And maybe that is because my contributors do not uh, deny uh, an, a higher being or a god or a prophet. Wow, that's interesting. Because Kevin, you can attest to this. The ones we've had on, it's 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 been a battle for us to deal with, far as yeah, religion, absolutely. wouldn't you say? Absolute 100%. battle. I, I guess a lot of people that deal with. Uh, and I don't want to just say USA and put a bad thing on the USA because we are a very religious country. We are based on Christianity. Um, yeah. But it seems that the movement now, as far as scientists are concerned, at least the ones we've talked to, is anti-God. And basically <sighs> when you, you die, there's nothing else. You just die. You're, like, your energy goes somewhere, you know, gets consumed in the universe like Kevin was saying. But so you're not seeing that with your contributors, and I think that's excellent. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I have discussions about religion, but also science, and and uh, sometimes you uh, go deeper into uh, religion because I, I talk uh, and speak with some of them also beside uh, only uh, for the magazine, but also in person, um, uh, personally. And um, no, I, I I I have no problem with that uh, idea or that that I've never had a battle like that. So, so in in Germany, how are the people there looking at 
like you said, you've seen the, the show Ghost Adventures, and it's it's pretty popular here in the States. But yes. as far as Germany and Europe, how are they looking at the paranormal world? It, it's an absolute bombshell here in the United States. Everybody and their mother's trying to get into paranormal investigation here. <laughs> is it the same way in Europe, or is it kind of still taboo there? Well, I, I'm not living in the Netherlands for uh, where I was born and raised uh, for about uh, what, 10 years or so. Um, and I'm living here in Germany for uh, about eight years, almost nine. Um, and Germany is a little bit, well, um, are you still there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now so my computer was doing something very strange. So, <laughs> um, no, here in Germany, uh, the the... the region where I live uh, is a little bit, it's it's just coming up. So people are a bit scared from that, uh, for that, um, and to speak out their minds. But uh, besides the next truth, besides the magazine, um, I try to um, help people uh, with questions about deceased people, of the deceased loved ones, um, et cetera. Um, um, so, but it's a really a bit hush hush thing still here. Uh, I don't know how it is in the cities, like in in, in Frankfurt or something uh, there. But on this side of Germany, it's a bit hush hush. It's it's coming up, but people are afraid to speak up their minds. So maybe in uh, two three years, then I think people can speak up with confidence. So how are they taking your magazine there? I mean, your your magazine is basically, you know, dealing with unexplained events, paranormal events. How are they? Uh, how are they dealing with that? Or is are you having a good reaction from the people around you, or is is your magazine basically getting more popular with the states where it's not so taboo? Well, um, um, only for the, the English speaking uh, and reading uh, people here in Germany, uh, which is still. Uh, a problem um, because yeah, in Germany and English, it's the the, the languages are uh, too far apart. Um, uh, and this side where I live uh, is is more like the older people, uh, uh, forty and plus, <laughs> and so the English language is not really introduced here and in this side. Um, but yeah, everything. Everywhere outside of Germany, I've got, I've received many, uh, um, um, uh, how do you say that, um, positive uh, reactions. In the beginning, it was very difficult. Um, and people were yelling at me and, and uh, you are batshit crazy. I'm sorry for my language. Um, That's all right. We're on the <laughs> internet. You're good. <laughs> okay, uh, and and that that it was crap, and, and uh, when you find a real scientist, please let me know, and that kind of comments. And I was putting up, well, a little bit of my middle finger, and I was saying to myself, no, 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 this this is not pseudoscience. This is real science. Only in that area of out of the box thinking further than only the experiments in a laboratory. Um, so, yeah, I got good reviews right now, but in the beginning it was very difficult. <laughs> so what are, okay, I'm going to, it's in your, in one of your pages there, it says back by combining accepted science and still unexplained events. What, what is unexplained event? If, if uh, somebody was to pick up your magazine and start reading it, what would be s typical examples of, unexplained events that your magazine deals with? Uh, um, for, uh, uh, in April, for instance, we have uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, uh, aliens uh, in, the, in the sense of um, a, 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 a self-supported biological system. Um, that is, for instance, an unexplained uh, something. Dr. Seth Sosak from SETI uh, is also talking about alien life form of alien civil civilizations. Um, um, what the time, for instance, um, an altered state of mind, how you, by uh, uh, Dr. Mark Whitman, is from Germany, Freiburg, Berg, I'm sorry. 
um, how how you can perceive the moments of that time is shifting and like in the paranormal world it, it's more like called like dimensions so i believe how how you can see them in 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 real time those those are a couple of things that you can say that is an unexplained event people don't know why that is but they are trying to find an answer or at least a plausible answer so the, what, when you're dealing with spirits and ghosts and the, the, the person besides me because i wasn't the scientist part portion of that by any means but the people that have dealt with that in your magazine um they basically are going the portal route is that correct you mean portal route well, what I mean by I'm, I'm sorry, I forget. It's that's that's Kentucky slang. I'm sorry. Vortex portal. Yeah, vortexes. I mean, how are the how are these the scientists explaining that these these spirits are showing up now here? Because there's well, a lot of them lately. It, it, you know what it is, um, and uh, Professor Kaiser uh, uh, wrote in his book, like, uh, oh, what was the name of the book? How hippie shaped uh, physics. Um, uh, 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 scientists behind the screens have so many theories and ideas about these topics, but many are so afraid to uh, um, uh, um, um, speak up their minds uh, because they are in a position of when there is something strange that they say, strange, you know, um, they can lose so much. And that is why they are trying to make those funny curves that, um, um, but somehow, somewhere in their story, in their interview, in their articles, you can see and read that they are trying to find out what is, for instance, the afterlife. Uh, oh, what is a near-death experience? Uh, how, how does an, an out-of-body experience uh, um, start. What, what is it, and 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 how how does the mind work? But they are a little bit afraid to speak that out, to, to, to well, pronounce that. Is, yeah. Well, I, I believe that I don't know if we'll ever figure out what the afterlife is. Why we're in our human um, bodies? Because mm -hmm. I really, it's just like the beginning of time. We'll never mm -hmm. know about the beginning of time. We'll never know what created everything. I believe it's God. Some people believe it's Big Bang. We'll never. Yes. Nobody's ever going to answer that question. And I really don't believe they'll be able to ever figure out the brain process to figure out where we go in the afterlife because we're passed on and we move on to that next uh, world or dimension. We'll, we'll never know because we're not in that dimension or that world. So no. I, I just by thought process. I just don't know if we'll ever be able to figure that out. I think scientists to me. And I'm a big skeptic, but I'm not mm -hmm. a skeptic in paranormal, but I'm a skeptic in paranormal and, and in science because I believe there's so much falsehood in both areas. I mean, mm -hmm. you, find, you find so many bad paranormal things that are the fake evidence is out there everywhere. And yeah. science, and especially when it comes to um, corporations, there's so much bad science out there that they lie about numbers. They lie about facts. They lie about things to get funding. And people believe it because we live in a world of sheep where people see it on TV or the internet and they believe it. It's real. We, we just saw a black hole. It's real. It, it, I mean, we took some picture of something that's 55 trillion light years away. Ah, yeah, the black hole. Light years, which is trillions and trillions of miles of something that sucks in all light. We, we, we're, we see it on TV, so we, we're, we're like, okay, we believe that. But really, mm. did, that, did that really happen? We don't know. No, not for, you know, we can only hear what uh, scientists are saying about that black hole, what, you, what you're saying. Um, personally, when I don't see it with my own eyes, um, I have some trouble to believe. But on the other side is how can I question it? Because I wasn't there. I didn't witness the moment that the photo was made. I uh, was still talking about that black hole. So... Maybe it's true, maybe it's not true, but that is depending on the person who is looking at it. And so, like I said, I wasn't there when the picture was made. Right, but so my point is, I guess, it can be true, though. Hmm? You can get, you can go through your whole life and get an education, mm 
and you can and you can have all the degrees you want, and that doesn't necessarily automatically make you an expert on something. But yet, if you have those degrees, people look at you like, oh, you must be. He has to be right. He can't be wrong. He's got four degrees. You know, and you go to the paranormal world, we've had a lot of experiences. I've been doing this for a long time. Dean's done it for a long time. We've had a lot yeah. of things. I'm sure you've done it. And we've had a lot of things well, happen to us. We know a lot of things, but yet they say there's no experts. You know, and I'm not saying I'm an expert. What I'm saying is, but I there believe, is something to be said about people who've experienced things that they have more knowledge because they know how to, they've seen it before. Oh, no, no, no. I, I believe that, uh, it's my, my personal opinion, that um, when you are... Experts, we are all experts in our own field, uh, regardless if you are a scientist who studied 40 years or that you are 40 years already doing investigations in the paranormal world. I believe everybody is an expert, but everybody has his own particular field where he or she knows everything about, or at least extremely lot. So a paper uh, in, in, in a frame, to me, it doesn't say that much. Um, no, everybody is an expert. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm only trying to make a point, and I'm sorry. A point was just basically like, I'll give you an example. And when I went to school when I grew up, they told us that the center of the earth is made of magna, and it's rock, and they, they describe all these, these different layers Nobody of the core. <laughs> Right. Well, that's my point is I've, I've done some research on this and we yes. have never gone down further than seven miles into the earth's underneath yes. the earth, underneath our yes. surface. And it's like, I think I forget how many miles it is. It's like, it's like 45,000 miles or something to the center or a hundred, 400,000 miles in the center. We've only gone seven miles down, but yet we're, we're taught this in school. So we're all taught to believe this. And when I, when I question somebody on this, they kind of laugh. Like I'm an idiot, yeah. like I'm crazy. And I'm like, well, yeah. we really don't know. There could be a blue crystal down there that spins around. We really don't know. Or we're assuming we we're going oh, yes. on, we're using scientific methods of a volcano to see, well, a volcano does this, it's magna, so therefore we believe it's probably the same process. But we really don't know. In all uh, honesty. Correct, correct. I have to agree. So I'm a I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> So that's the only thing I'm saying. And I think there's so much, you know, that you really got to be a skeptic out there with a lot of things. You got to kind of take it for a grain of salt. Like if you but, see but, it. But you know. Still, still, uh, um, uh, even that is fact that nobody knows, for instance, uh, what, what is in the middle of the earth. Um, still, we need science uh, trying to figure out with measurements or data or um, um, to figure out for instance, what is in the middle of the earth. I personally, I don't think that we will ever know, but Hey, there's always that little possibility that it could, that we could know. And that is also for the paranormal world. We still need science to um, uh, rule out certain kind of things for 90% uh, within the uh, paranormal world uh, can be, well, that, that nasty word debunked. Um, <laughs> with science. <laughs> no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think I'm all for science and paranormal and everybody getting along. I'm all for science and, and religion getting along. And I really am. And I, I believe in science. I believe there's a lot of good to it. I think debunking is the best thing you can do because I do think there's a lot of things that happen. And Dean will verify this, that you can scientifically explain what they are. They weren't anything paranormal. They were strictly a scientific effect happening. Whether it be a lighting situation or... For, for instance, light, uh, uh, sunlight, UV light hitting, uh, hitting your eyes and have a, 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 a reaction in your brain, etc. Uh, that can be scientifically explained. Um, meaning that you can uh, perceive, uh, see things and, and, um, which are not uh, from the afterlife, but just a natural event. Um, but there's always that few percent that we cannot explain um i think that science should well put away what is already being well debunked and look at that point that few percent um, maybe we can figure out um if the afterlife is truly there that this really proved from okay when you die you go to a place and um, to a dimension and um, 
maybe being reborn into into energy or going home like some people uh, like to call it etc so i think science and and the paranormal should come together and that is also the philosophy of the next truth make make it one somewhere there's an answer well, i i would agree with you on that yeah. absolutely but i think miracles happen and things like that happen and there's just no way you'll ever will ever be able to you know, there was there's a movie called Breakthrough that's out right now in the United States. And it's about a boy who drowns. He's underneath the water for over 20 minutes, or oh. actually 20 minutes. And he he is legally dead, and they pronounce him dead. Oh. And the doctors have no reason, but he comes back to life, and he actually they say he's a miracle. I mean, he's completely healthy. And there's no way possible scientists that that can happen. Doctors say it can happen, but however, it's an amazing story. And to me, you can't things like that happen. There's no way other than you can explain that other than something supernatural or God that can make that happen. It, it can be, you know, just a um, a scientific system. No, maybe so, we should some miracles leave it as a miracle. Absolutely. Oh, Maria, let me. I, I got to ask you a question real quick because Kevin brought up the subject, and and we've only got like ten minutes left here. But I want to hit on this a little bit because oh, a God, lot of the that's people that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes quick, doesn't it? Yes. In oh your God. magazine, a, a lot of. Oh God! Yeah, we haven't touched the surface yet, have we? No, we didn't. <laughs> a lot of your scientists are explaining things in a way that are progressive ideas, and I know that I have dealt with a lot of scientists or people that are scientifically based that do not see. They can't see outside of the box, and, and and I think Kevin hit on that a little bit. They 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 get something in their mind, and they teach it to everybody as fact, and then when it's proven to be wrong down the road, they go, "Oh, well, that's just because science has, has advanced to a different level, so now we know new things." But I do know that a lot of scientists will look at people that think outside of the box, and they will discredit them because they think outside of the box. Does that happen with your? Your, the people that you have in your magazine as far as other – as you said when you first started, people said you were crazy and, and your scientists yeah. weren't worth the crap and all this <laughs> stuff. Is that is that a normal thing for normal scientists to look at the, the people that you have in there and say that they don't know what they're talking about? Yes, some do and some did, uh, but I have uh, gathered – uh, so many scientists at this moment. Also, like Tony Damien uh, said, citizen scientists. Um, no, in um, in in. How do I uh, explain that? Um, yes, uh, some scientists say uh, to me, uh, "No, that's not possible. Uh, clinical observation is the best way. Uh, laboratory, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But those who are in my uh, magazine and the still upcoming magazines, uh, they all have respect um, and for each other. And, and so does that answer the question? Well, yeah, it sort of does. But how, how do you find the people that you put into your magazine? I mean, do you, do you search them out personally for their experience or is it just people that you talk to? I mean, how do you... And I guess what I'm trying to do here is is because the people that we deal with here in the United States that may look at the Next Truth magazine and they say, oh, well, you know, these people are – that she's got in this magazine are in the backwoods somewhere of Kentucky and Ooh. they're drinking hooch whiskey and trying to be scientists, you know. But I know that's not to be the truth. I'm not saying that's part of your magazine because I've read your magazine and I do know that the people that you put in there have excellent credentials. But yes. how do you find how do you find them? Well, since um, 2012, I'm already writing, and since uh, 2014, I was going into the science writing. Um, since then, I uh, well, I contacted many people, and, and most of them are old acquaintance, uh, to say so. Um, but I mostly I start looking for the topic. And then you get into articles and then the most intriguing and the most amazing articles. Uh, I uh, contact the people uh, who wrote them 
And sometimes they say, no, thank you. And, but most of them say, yes, please. Um, and then an interview, sometimes an interview comes out of there. And then in, in the issue of July, for instance, we have an exclusive uh, about a book from uh, a very known uh, psychologist. Uh, so that is how I find these uh, these people at this moment. Um just by finding the articles and the topics. Excellent, excellent. So when when you approach them and they some of them say no or some of them say yay, uh, explain mm. real quick the process you use as far as because I've been through it. We've done the interview and stuff, but uh, how, how do you? Uh, and I guess what I'm trying to find out is the topics that you have are for this magazine. Is this you plan these months in advance? I know that for yes. sure. Yes. And yes. your guests, I, I'm supposing that you get them months in advance too. Is that correct? Again, the last part. The the, uh, the people that you have in your magazine, do you get them months in advance as well, months in advance as well? Yes, 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 yes. Like I said, um, uh, the setup for July uh, has already made, and in there, there's like that exclusive. Uh, June is almost done. Just two more articles from uh, India and Nigeria, and May is already waiting for it to be published since I be- believe in the last week uh, uh, of, of March, I believe. So yes, I have them in advance. Um, yeah. So now we've got a couple minutes left. Do you have any personal paranormal experiences, Maria? Oh, oh God. Yes. Now you, you uh, I want you to tell us a couple here real quick before the end of the show. <laughs> Give us some personal experiences in the show with. Well, I, I have done my own uh, investigations um, uh, together with my husband. We went out many, many nights. And, um, we have EVPs and, and saw black shadows um, being cornered by uh, what they call dark angels or black angels. Um, uh, in my own home, we hear footsteps. Uh, my kids hear uh, people talking, but there is nobody. Um, doors going open, uh, closing and opening, all those kinds of stuff. And my whole life has been around all the paranormal. And now I'm trying to, with the magazine, trying to find the scientific evidence, if there is any, to prove what I've already have been seeing my whole life. So I've got to ask, being that you're uh, in a different country, what do you actually use? I mean, you go out with your husband and investigate. What do you actually use when you do your investigations? The same thing we use here in the United States, or do you have different techniques? Yes, yes. Or? No, no, it's just plain the same, similar uh, with cameras and and uh, um, memo recorders. Um, but uh, when you get excited enough, uh, sometimes my kids go with me. And uh, when you're excited enough with all those kind, all those people, uh, then you create a kind of energy, and you can hear the, uh, the 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 EVPs with your own ears in real time, and then everybody is witnessing. Uh, but then the science comes in, and we are talking about uh, well, it's it's also a nasty word, mass hysteria, but it's a positive way. And by creating that much energy, that is going to be visible. What uh, uh, what you experiencing by all? So we use the same uh, as everybody in the whole world: cameras, memo recorders, uh, ramparts. Uh, you name it; it's it's all the same. So, what's your personal belief? Is there ghosts out there, or is it just beings from another dimension? I know you say you like to be in the middle ground, but uh, what's your personal belief on it? I think it's possible, but I like to see it being proved that what I believe is fact. Um, yet, I have no find no proof for myself. I can only say this is a personal experience, uh, but is it real? Uh, uh, is it um, an, an, a natural event? Did I uh, was was I being hit with infrasound or ultrasound? Um, but yeah, there's. I think there are one or two percent that is real. 
in the paranormal. Right, right. Well, Maria, you know, we're running out of time. I wanted to thank you for being on the show tonight. I I hope you'll come back again sometime. Oh, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) I I know it flew by, didn't it? (laughs) Yes. Within an instant, in a blink of an eye, it was gone. In the blink of an eye. Tell everybody real quick how to uh, get a hold of your magazine if they want to get a copy of it coming up and how to get on the list and all that good stuff so people can uh, start reading your magazine. Well, you can find it on MacCloud, uh, for instance, um, about on my website, uh, www.nextruth.com. Um, there you can also find the links to MacCloud and, and go for the magazine. Uh, I was thinking about one of the magazines, uh, uh, free PDF, but I don't know which issue yet. <laughs> All right. Well, Maria, thanks for being on. And, uh, we've got about 30 seconds left here, folks. If you want to check out our website, it's KentuckyGhostHunter.com. That's KentuckyGhostHunter.com. We're on Facebook at the Kentucky Ghost Hunter. You can also find us on LinkedIn at, at under, on that's Twitter, at underscore KY Ghost Hunter. And on uh, LinkedIn, it's just the Kentucky Ghost Hunter. And Maria, thanks for being on the show tonight. Kevin, Thank you thanks for being on the show tonight, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And next week, we'll be on the same time, same place, 9 p.m. Central Time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm not going to go back through all of them, but uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. So if uh, you check out our shows on uh, bbsradio.com, and uh, it also has our podcasts on there and a list of podcasts. Right now, we're over 170 affiliates listening to us, so I'm sure you can find one. But until next week, thanks for being with us, and we will talk to you next time. Good night, folks.